Well, I can't wait to meet our host. I hear this is only one of his beat parties. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome back to Too True to Lie with Harry Day. It is Saturday night, not quite midnight. No one in the house but me and my smelly dog. Um, I'm a little concerned about my Arizona green tea. I opened a brand new jug in the refrigerator, and you know how you have the little plastic attach ring seal that pops when you open it to show you that it's not been opened mine didn't do that it just opened right up and first thing i thought was well someone stuck their dick in this thing but i didn't see anything obscure (laughs) in the tea so i'm i'm gonna drink it because i don't have anything else in the house to drink really besides water i've already drank some water As you have read, this is about karma. And I looked up karma. I know about Western karma, if you know anything about karma. Uh, Eastern karma is, it's an immense amount of information and definition. And I'm just not going to get into it because it's probably repetitive with lots of big words that I really don't feel like talking about when this is supposed to be more of a entertaining, number one, informative, number two, type of show, right? So I'm not going to, I'm just not going to get into all this, uh, you know, all the Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, the eight karmas, I can't pronounce any of them, except that one, Nam. Uh, Sikhism, Falun Gong, Taoism, Shinto, free will and destiny, I'm familiar with that. Uh, well, let's just read that out since here we are looking at it. Free will and destiny, uh, the free will controversy can be outlined in three parts. A person who kills, rapes, or commits any other unjust act can claim all his bad actions were a product of his karma. Meaning he is devoid of free will and cannot make a choice. He is an agent of karma. And he merely delivers the necessary punishments that his wickedness... Okay, I gotta come over here and find where it picks up. Against victims deserve their own karma from their past lives. See, in Eastern karma, it's all about living a good current life for a good post life. Because those religions have a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know what they call it, reincarnation, they call it rebirth. Um, I have a, a little. I have my own take on what I just said, what I just read here about doing wicked things and that's basically karma for other people. 
Well, killing and rape, I don't see how you could put that in there. But I do often feel, but do not do. It's like something I want to do all the time. I want to become an agent of karma sometimes where you know people are bad or have done bad things. And, you know, people always say, well, karma's going to get them. Karma will get them. Well, when will karma get them? That could be 10, 20 years or in their afterlife. Sometimes an individual can be an agent of karma on purpose. And say there's a, and I know a few divorcee ladies whose exes beat on them in some various form. They probably didn't fist beat the shit out of, from what I understand, they didn't. They just slapped them, pushed them down, roughed them up. Just, I mean, you don't do that to women. Unless they're bigger than you and kicking your ass. And I don't know if you can do it even then. I think you just got to take it. But, you know, you can, so you got this ex-husband of a friend of yours who smacked around your friend. And so she left him. He needs to be smacked around. Right? Someone should be the agent of that karma, and the sooner the better. I haven't followed up on these thoughts as far as I can remember. Definitely nothing violent. Maybe milder, silly things like that would turn out to be well, it's like a prank, except that guy's an asshole, and I did this. Anyway. I don't want to get into all this Eastern. I mean, there is a lot of info here. It's just, there's no reason to get in there and drone. I spent today with two of my first cousins that I know, obviously I know them, that I, that I know well of all my cousins. I guess they're the closest to my age. Cousin Charlie is definitely close to my age. Our cousin Bobby's a little older. Bobby and his boys who are grown have a, little place 40 miles from here to duck hunt and us three cousins went and duck hunted and we saw lots of ducks we didn't get any shots i think we shot one spoonie but uh we got to hang out and just talk and i found that i am a talker i talked way more than they talked i think bobby said well you know we brought you along for the entertainment and they, you know, they'd get me started, and I'd just go. On the ride home, we stopped in Bentonia and ate steaks. And on the ride home, it's about 30 miles to my house, and then Bobby's on the other side of Canton, and Charlie's staying with him. They just weren't talking in the... I guess they were tired. I don't know. They, they'd had some minor health issues, more, more, more severe or serious than anything I've ever had. And, uh, man, I just started talking, and I wondered if they thought... Man, when do, you, when do you not talk? Although in the duck blind, when you need to be quiet, I'll be quiet. Karma, right? I mean, that has nothing to do with karma. I'm just glad that I can hang out with family, you know, direct relatives, and just get to talk and hang out. It's, a, it's such a good thing. You know, I remember as part of my closing on these shows is how you need to uh, be in touch with your family, your relatives. Because they're, I mean, that's blood. And I, if that means anything to you, you should 
uh, pursue talking to them or getting together with them more often. Let's see, in Indian religions, the term karma specifically refers to a principle of cause and effect. It's called the principle of karma. Um, wherein the intent and actions of an individual cause or influence the future of that individual. That's an effect. Good intent and good deeds contribute to good karma and happier rebirths if you believe in afterlife lives or lives. You know, if you're Christian, you believe you go to a thought, you know, a, what is thought of as heaven, uh, you have, I, I, I read this book, and I did a show about this years ago, or a year ago, whatever it was, about uh, near-death experiences and what they experienced in between their heart stopping and being revived. And two people interviewed thousands of people that had these experiences in Europe and in the United States. And so many of them had this, a similar experience. And it was a place they did not want to come back from when they were brought back to life. They wanted to stay where they were. They saw past relatives who had passed on who were there to greet them. I've never met my grandfathers. I hope that's a real thing. I want to meet them. And I've, I feel like I've got good karma instead of uh, running around with bad intent and doing bad deeds to contribute to bad karma and bad rebirths. But then there's some scripture, it doesn't say from what, that link nothing of rebirths and karma. You have that Western karma. Where, 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 where is it here? Western karma. I know I didn't have to go far. The concept of Western popular culture has entertained its own type of karma and went in which the events which happen after a person's actions may be considered natural consequences to the future. Good brings good, bad brings bad. And so then I thought, instead of going and trying to read out all this stuff. You know, you want to hear some weird words. Imperm, impermanence. Uh, these are all Hindu words. Mahabharata. <laughs> Vaisesika, Nyaya, Samkhaya, Mimasa, Yoga. You heard of yoga? I've heard of yoga. But instead of going through all that crap, I found lots of stories of karmas. And, and the, the first batch I have here is instant karma. And so you're going to think, oh, the song, the outro song is going to be Instant Karma by John Lennon. It's not. And we'll tell you now, it's not. It would be perfect, but it's not. I got something else I'd rather play. Which made me think of this which is how half the shows happen. So a 19-year-old man 
in Chicago decided he was going to rob some corner market stores. And then he decided, hey, there's a hot dog vendor. They deal in cash. And so he decided he was going to rob the hot dog vendor. Well, the vendor obviously was scared. But when he was approached with a man with a gun demanding his cash, he happened to be holding a bucket of hot grease. Well, the gun was apparently to his head. And the guy demanded his cell phone, his wallet, and all the money in the cash box. The hot dog vendor was going to comply, and he just dropped the bucket of hot grease to reach for his wallet. Well, the molten hot liquid spilled onto the man with the gun. Money flew everywhere. The man with the gun didn't like that he got hot, but he bent over. And started grabbing at the cash. And in the uh, moment trying to holster his gun, he shot himself in the penis. I'm not making this up. So he survived shooting himself in the penis trying to rob a hot dog man. (laughs) But he was arrested and held without bail. Charged with multiple counts of armed robbery. And he's on his way to jail. And, of course, this is 2017. He's probably out if it's Chicago. Um, I love that this article from listverse.com mentions that he deserves an honorable mention for the Darwin Award. Now, he didn't take himself out. He didn't kill himself in some completely bizarre way by accident. But he did shoot himself in the penis and may likely not be able to reproduce. And that is kind of a backdoor Darwin Award winning way to get a Darwin Award is not being able to reproduce. You hurt yourself, you can't reproduce, and uh, add a little you into the gene pool. Okay, in 2018... Two California teenagers tried to rob a 7-Eleven with fake gun. Um, The whole scenario was caught on security camera footage. It was two teens in hoodies. The cashier put his hands up as they threatened him with a weapon and demanded the cash from the register. Well, it turns out outside, a security guard is sitting in his car in the parking lot, and he saw it going down. So, he saw this uh, kid pointing what looked like a real gun at the cashier. He walked in and shot both teenagers in the arms. I mean, that's, this is trick shooting 101. Not really 101. And saved the day. Uh, the kids were like, no, no, the gun is fake. And he replied, quote, oh, well, mine is real. Unquote. And even one of the kids screamed, am I shot? Because he didn't, I guess he didn't know he was shot in the arm. I mean, if he was bleeding, of course they're kids. Kids are dumb, usually. Now, I read, there's 10 stories. I read through three. This one is fantastic. Not as violent, but equally uh, hilarious. 
in Australia, in a time when gas prices were very, very high, higher than here, I'd imagine, um, siphoning gas, stealing gas, became kind of a widespread theft. You know, you put the hose of some sort, plastic, it's got to be able to bend, rubber plastic, you put it into the tank, uh, you suck on the other end, holding it lower than where the top end is, and the thing is, because I, I, I do it if I've got gas and something I want out or I want to work on it. And I know that you only have to suck a little bit, three three pulls of air, and then get away because it's coming. And once it starts coming, it's coming. Any longer, you're going to get a mouthful of gas. So I can tell you now that a mouthful of gas stings a little bit, makes your mouth feel really cold. And it tastes awful. It burns your eyes. Um, seems like I swished milk when I got gas in my mouth. Well, anyway, this dude uh, spotted a large tour bus. He knew buses had large gas tanks. So he went to siphon him some fuel except that he found the wrong uh, cap and sucked on the hose and got a mouthful of sewage. <laughs> he got the sewer tank, the black water, a mouthful of human excrement and pee. The police arrived, but the owners of the bus decided that they did not want their property back. I didn't even say if they... They probably didn't press charges, but, you know, trying to steal their feces. Gross. Um, in South Africa, a man robbed a couple who were out on a date. He had a knife. He demanded their money. Security guards spotted him committing the crime and started to chase him. He needed to get away quick. He'd gotten the uh, couple's money, so he ran through the city. And in the darkness, he climbed up over a fence to hide out. What he didn't know was he climbed over a fence into a zoo. And not only did he climb into a zoo, he climbed into the tiger pit, or whatever it's called. The next morning... A visitor at the zoo noticed something strange at the bottom of the tiger's cage. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the body of a dead man. Luckily, uh, see, these writers get cute. Luckily for his family, who needed to bury him, the tiger was well-fed and decided to just kill him without eating his corpse. Oh, so they got something. And then, funnily enough, God, it's so desensitive. This was not the first time this sort of, sort of theme happened at this zoo. Eight years before, a criminal jumped the fence, but went into the gorilla pit. <laughs> he tried to shoot the gorilla twice, but it bit him in the ass and pinned him against the wall and just held him there. And police arrived and, and got him. Man, these Australians. 
All right, another one. Drunk drivers are incredibly selfish, unquote. They are responsible for a huge number of car accidents every year around the world. This is true. In Fairfax, Virginia, a drunk driver was spotted by police, and they put their lights and sirens on to pull him over. Well, he panicked and tried to escape. But then he slowed the car down, but instead of putting it in park, he jumped out of the driver's seat while the vehicle was moving. He ran in front of his own car in an attempt to flee and was run down by his own vehicle and it knocked him to the ground. So he probably may go down in history as the only person who has ever run himself over while drunk driving. That I guarantee you someone else has done that, except it was from the rear tires by just coming out of the car and getting under somehow. The entire ordeal was captured by the police's car dash cam. They arrested the drunk, and it turns out this was the third time he'd been caught driving under the influence. So he already had a record. He could face 10 years in jail. Golly. And all he'll have to drink in there is prison punch or whatever the hell. Um, I heard a story about a friend of mine's dad who, who, who did a little corporate crime. And, uh, as innocent as it seemed, did time. And when he was in a place where they had sections, kind of like bunk rooms, um, the people in the bunk room, you could usually leave the cafeteria where you ate your meals. You could bring one item back. And so they all had plan. You bring this, I'll bring I'll get that, I'll get that, I'll get that. So they would all get a different thing. And they I don't know how they cooked it. Maybe they didn't cook it. But they would bring back apples, sugar, and bread, and I don't know what else, and somehow make apple cobbler. I don't know if they cook it. I don't know how you cook it. But, I mean, I guess anything to get something that reminds you of not being there. My my friend's dad was like, listen, listen to me carefully. You do not want to be in a place like this. I believe it. I do everything I can to not go to jail. Some days it's hard. <laughs> What's our time? We're good. We're good. All right. Next one. This is about road rage, it looks like. Impatient driver cutting people off. Um, Authorities look at that as aggressive behavior. Well, someone was recording their commute with a dash cam. My daughter loves watching dash cam uh, wrecks. So... Go to my mom's and hang out. They call each other besties. They're best friends. And my daughter will bring up YouTube or whatever she brings up. And it's usually in Russia or Europe or somewhere 
where people will just drive like probably the way they drove when cars first came out in the United States and you, everything was dirt roads and kids played in the road out in front of the house because that was the most open, clear, flat spot. And you'd have drunks and kids and old people and people that didn't know how to drive and just people going really fast. And it was just, it was road insanity. And I have a episode on that, early car driving maybe. I don't remember the name of it. That that goes all into that. Well, let's see what this guy did. I'm in, we're in Pennsylvania. They were commuting. They had their dash cam on. They were waiting to merge onto a highway. A line of cars was stopped at the yield sign while a white SUV at the very front. I guess they were scared to get on. They were waiting for cars to pass before they could safely merge. Well, one driver in a black vehicle that was a few cars back was too impatient, began honking at first, even though there was no way to get on the crowded highway. So the black car drove on the shoulder and cut off several cars and zoomed out onto the highway in front of everybody. Well, it turns out the person in the front in the white SUV was an undercover police officer. He turned his lights and sirens on and pulled the guy over immediately. The man who recorded the dash cam video screamed in jubilation, Instant karma, mother fleeper. <laughs> okay, so that was just kind of, that was a lame one. Okay, this is about stolen tires, it looks like. A thief in Pittsburgh was so desperate for cash, he decided he was going to steal tires and wheels off a Chevrolet Express van. He jacked up the van with cinder blocks. Well, no, you jack up the van and drop it on cinder blocks. And he was trying to pull this off in the dark of a parking lot. Unfortunately for him, the bricks did not hold up. They slipped, teetered, or collapsed. And it crushed the thief under the vehicle. Why is he under the vehicle taking tires off? That makes no sense. The next morning, the owner of the van found the thief's body crushed underneath the van. The would-be robber did not have a driver's license or any form of ID, and he was never identified. Wow. He probably never had a social security number. He was just one of those off-the-grid people. That happens, man. In, in small towns and in, in, uh, in, in poverty-riddled areas, people don't want their, the government to know who they are. They don't want to pay taxes, although they probably... Well, I would think they'd have to have that stuff. They wanted to get food stamps or EBT cards or whatever they give people these days, hand over fist, making our debt go, that's so high now. It's in the multi-trillions. Um, let's have some tea that had someone's dick in it. Oop, wrong you. I wouldn't know what it tastes like. Uh, um, pair of thieves in Seattle thought they were being sneaky. They were stealing everything they could carry out the back door of a Costco. Well, a security officer recognized one of them. 
and witnessed him carrying a knife and slipping out of the door with stolen goods. He knew that the man was back to strike again. He called the police immediately. This time, let's see, a 30-year-old man and a 21-year-old woman were with him as accomplices, and an 18-year-old man was sitting in a car as a getaway driver. The man and the woman had a 2000 had $2,000 worth of laptops and vacuum cleaners. Little did they know the police officers had arrived and the back door had been barricaded with cars. As the couple burst through the fire exit, the police greeted them with big smiles on their faces. The thieves were completely shocked when they came face-to-face with cops. They dropped their boxes and didn't even try to escape. They were arrested immediately and everything was captured on body cameras. So how is that instant karma? How is that number three on the instant karma list? I bet these sites don't last long or make any money at all, since they are trying to make money. That one was stupid. Maybe they get lamer as I go down, but why would they number them that way? A group of four people were getting into a car to leave Denny's in California when an armed gunman ran up, pointed his gun at the driver, and demanded all their money. The thief never anticipated that these people wouldn't go down without a fight. One woman in the back seat opened the car door and bolted for the Denny's so they could call the police. The driver put the car in reverse and put his foot on the gas. The thief realized that things had gone south, so he tried to run toward his accomplices in their getaway car, ah, which did not stop for him. The victim driver did a quick turn and ran over the thief at high speed. The thief was holding the gun as he ran, and the impact of being hit by the car of his own thief buddies caused him to pull the trigger, and he shot himself in the head. Oh, my gosh. Somehow the thief survived and was taken to the hospital under police custody. None of the customers or employees were hurt. Everything was on security camera. These people do not know how to handle firearms. Um. Wow, we have nine stories in... Were they all in the United States? Most of them were. Well, of course, the final one is in Russia. Of you know, Let's jump to Russia. Um, this is back in 2010. A female suicide bomber was preparing a terrorist attack on the New Year's Eve celebration at Moscow's Red Square, where there would be a whole lot of people and fireworks. Along with two accomplices, this woman planned to push her way into the crowded area. Her partners would would send a text message to her cell phone at midnight, which would trigger the explosion in the crowd, killing hundreds, a thousand, who knows, around her. Um, Just a few days earlier, the same terrorist group had killed 35 people at an airport, and they were trying to strike again. What is wrong with people? 
So as this woman was preparing the attack, her cell phone carrier sent her a Happy New Year text message a few hours before midnight, and it triggered the bomb, and it exploded. The two accomplices were able to escape the explosion, but authorities were able to identify them. Oh my gosh, that is karma right there. I'm going to go boom. It's stupid. Suicide bombers are they're up there in some of the upper echelons of stupid people. I mean, can you think of anything stupider than being a suicide bomber? Not only would you be a murderer, but you're killing yourself. Ah, that's dumb. Dumb. What are we, 32 minutes? Let me see if I can find some more. No, I was at this other site, and it wasn't even karma either. It was just stupid stories. Some people can't tell a story. Uh, 55, what is this? 53 times karma taught assholes a valuable lesson. Bored panda. Well, let's look at it. I'm trying to think. I think good karma comes in such subtle ways that you may not even recognize when they come around. Okay, I've got... Okay, I had a uh, pop-up that didn't have an X on it, so how the hell do you get off of there? (laughs) So, these will be pretty quick. You can't see the pictures, but it's descriptive. Um... Police in Turkey tried to stop a gay pride parade with water cannons, and their water cannons created rainbows <laughs> over the streets. That is hilarious. Okay, a man just drove into someone's parking space that another person was waiting for, and the man told them to F off. Apparently, he was there for a job interview with the person he told to F off. (laughs) He did not get the job. Let's see. Here's a letter. It says, to the culprit who ate what you thought was two peanut butter ice cream bars. Those were actually laxatives for my dog that had to be kept frozen. I hope you enjoyed (laughs) I hope you enjoyed the weekend of lava butt. Karma's a bitch. Don't steal it from the fridge if it's not yours. Love, constipated dog owner. That is awesome. Oh, there's a bad driver. Uh, that's just a video. They drove up on a on one of those things that go along. Oh, man, there's no descriptions for some of these. Someone tried to kick his dog in the butt and he fell in water. Yay. A girl is putting rabbit ear fingers over her girlfriend next to her's head, but the shadow makes it look like she has them too. Okay, this is not going to pan out. Wow, how did that happen? Um, Here's another note. Dear Random Hitchhiker, 
I did not have to give you a ride and bum you a smoke. How do you repay my kindness? You stole my pack of cigarettes. Well, my friend, in your haste to leave, before I noticed your thievery, you forgot your backpack, which appears to contain everything you own in the bed of my truck. I have your phone, all of your toiletries, a change of clothes, your address book, a dollar eighty-three in coins, <laughs> and several small, sentimental-looking items. I will call it an even trade. You traded everything you own for eighteen cigarettes. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> oh, how did that car get there? Uh. Oh, guys, trying to throw a can out of the house. He slips in the ice. Stuck in the sand. I guess I'm going to have to go to somewhere else. There's a note. To the girl who stole the grenadine bottle from behind the bar and drank half of it. Grenadine is non-alcohol. <laughs> it's a fancy cordial. I knew who you were at the end of the night. You had it all over your mouth area. You cost us approximately $2. You probably drank... 600 calories in sugar. Thanks for the laughs. <laughs> yeah, because people are dumb. Uh, I want more notes, dude. I just see stuck cars and bicycles. Ooh. Yeah, this was not working out. Come on, one more note, jackass. Not working out. We'll find something else. 37 minutes. Employees share the best info. Insta karma. See, isn't this much better than 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 not trying to listen to uh, Hindu words and Sikh words and Taoism? It's all the same, unless it's unless you're talking about. Uh, oh, I can't even think of what it's called now. Their God is Allah. Islam. Unless you're talking about Islam. Well, most religions are peaceful, loving, and similar. And then you have Islam. <laughs> Which is just a way for men to control women and young people and non-believers or even hurt, torture, or kill people who did things that Islam says you can't do. Oh, it's so messed up. Such a messed up blah, blah, blah religion. All right, I got a few more. Someone dined and dashed. At a sports store, at a sports bar, a group of about five or six loud, obnoxious guys ordered a bunch of beer, wings, food, all the stuff, and were really rude to their waitress. Once they were done, they decided to dine and dash and hauled ass out the door before the waitress got the bill to them. The problem was, one of the guys left his iPhone on the table 
So this led to the whole group having to come back with their tails between their legs. God, great writing. Asked for the phone. They got berated by the owner and the waitress. Now, how is that? Oh, they were banned from the bar. That's not instant karma. Come on. I have a feeling these are going to suck. I don't want to end this on sucky instant karmas. Um, someone worked in a toy store. Was called to the customer service to check out a supposedly faulty electronic toy. An elderly guy had been complaining about his, this toy being shoddy. And he knows bad quality when he sees it. And he was an electrical engineer. And so the guy, the worker looks at the toy as the guy continues to give her grief and says things like, how can you sell such low quality products? And tells it how his day has been ruined. Sounds like a real grouch. Well, it turns out he put the AA batteries in improperly. This only made him more irate, yet embarrassed, but insisted that it definitely didn't work before, and he leaves with the item. A couple of hours later, customer services receives a phone call from the man, and you can hear a woman in the background saying, go on and apologize to the poor girl. And he gave an apology. And even better, she said to him over the phone, hey, and you tell your wife that you're not an engineer. <laughs> yep, I don't think these are going to be very good. Nope, nope, and nope. Don't tink stink or pink so. Huh. What the hell was that noise? Let's see. This guy worked at a convenience store part-time, being trained as a cashier. Some guy comes in and grabs a bunch of cans of vegetables, comes to the counter, stacks the cans in like a weird pyramid way on the counter. So the cashier takes each can off the pyramid, rings them up, and puts them in the sack. And they realize that the dude with the, that brought the cans up has his wiener out. And he's got it laying on the counter behind the cans. So without saying a word, the trainer grabs one of the big heavy metal cans of beans and slams it down on dude's penis. He screams <laughs> an incredible scream of pain, grabbed his wiener, and ran out of the store. <laughs> Okay, that's funny. <laughs> oh, another went to jail, banned from the mall. I don't know, man. I'm gonna I'm just gonna end it, man. These these are long and wordy and just unnecessary this needs this should have been a short one so it's gonna be a short one want to hear 
Theosophy? What does that say? Oh, that's my buddy. Theosophical Society, Neo-Pagan Law of Return, three, Threefold Law, this is Spiritualism and New Age. Basically, unnecessary invented things. Um, it teaches that when humans reincarnate, though, they come back as humans, not as animals or other organisms. So, if you think you're coming back as a tree, you're not. If you think you're coming back as a whale, you're not. You're a person. You can come back as a person if that's something that happens. Okay, a quote and we're done. Under psychoanalysis, Carl Jung, who was famous, opined on unresolved emotions, God, and the synchronicity of karma. Quote, when an inner situation is not made conscious, it appears outside as fate. Ooh, unscramble that egg, people. So, anyway, bleh. Not... I mean, there were some good stories in there, but this is not the best episode. My apologies. I'll do better. I mean, I I can only live so much life in a week to do a new true self-expressing <laughs> uh, episode on my show that is worth hearing, I guess. I told some stories to my cousins today that, that had them rolling. Uh, I thought that I, they're on here. You just have to dig back and li listen through. Uh, the the prayer warrior was one that that was a that was a hit. The prayer warrior story, which comes from one of the first episodes on uh, online dating, I think, which I have not been doing anymore. Because they're crazy people out there. I just need to not do that. It's my, my point there. So, what else is my point? My last point is it's a new year. You should reach out to your parents if you still have them. To your brothers and sisters if you have them. To your family, relatives. And just say hi. Check on somebody. Check on your friends. It's a new year. See how they've been since last year. And always be friendly. That's why I love Mississippi. Or the Deep South in general. You know, Louisiana is, is, is another fave of mine. Is just the the open friendliness. You can talk to people. You don't have to even know them. And they will sit there and tell you everything about themselves or whatever. It's it's truly a, a, makes this a special place because it's so friendly and laid back. And the food, you can't beat our food here or Louisiana. Come on. You got, in Mississippi, we have mainly... Country food and soul food, you know, meat and vegetables. 
and they're amazing. Fried chicken, whew, ribs. Uh, we eat a lot of deer. And then on the coast, of course, you get shrimp, seafood, redfish, love redfish. And in Louisiana, you have all the Cajun and Creole. Barbecue shrimp, jambalaya, good gosh, man. Crawfish. They're eating crawfish at the steakhouse we're at in Mentonia tonight. You can get crawfish or steaks. I think that, I think Bobby had oysters. So, it's really cool here that we can just talk to people that we don't know and they'll talk back. Whereas I told my cous cousins when I lived in California for a year that if I turn and talk to someone in the grocery store line, they'd turn their back to me. Literally. They don't want to talk to you. They don't know who you are. It was so cold out there, and I do not mean the weather. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I've been blah, blah, blahing, and now I'm done blah, blah, blahing. Blah, blah. Peace. Dear,